discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Father, thank you for the power of your word. We give you glory, we give you praise. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who is here with us to teach us, to instruct us, to guide us in all righteousness. Thank you for impact that is made in every single heart this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So last week I started sharing on instructions, isn't it? Instructions. Sometimes some people think that church is just a place that you go and uh, you do whatever you want, you get out. Because the thing, you are not here by force. Do you understand? I mean, it's not like school. Church is supposed to be, to be a school, but it doesn't have the rules of the normal school that we know. Hallelujah. Yeah, so, you see, in school, you take yourself to the school, or you are taken to the school, by your parents. Anamebwa. And then you are enrolled. Let's say you went, you went, you were in a certain uh, primary school somewhere. And then you had to transfer to another school. Okay? So they move you to that school. Your, your parents go and register you. And hand you over to the school. Now, if you decide that you are not going to come to class. What do you think will happen to you in the school? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if you decide that. I'm not going to be going to class. Who, who will be angry with you? Your teachers will not be happy with you, isn't it? I mean, the school I went to, <laughs> Pastor Peji is not here, he would have told you. The school I went to, Pastor Philip is also not here. Though the, the GSS, primary GSS we went to, eh, if you don't come to school, the way they will beat you. <laughs> no, they will beat you like, in class six, my shirt was spotted with blood. Yeah, my back. They don't beat bottles and those things. So they beat back. When they realized that their back was not, it wasn't doing much to us because our backs were now to, it had adjusted to the system. They started lashing our calves. Do you know calf? Calf, here. Yeah. Your sobo. <laughs> they were lashing our sobo. So you see that the sobo is full of marks. Hey! But the church is not like that. Yeah, the church is not like that. You realize that the church, you decide whether you will come or not. Nobody can lash you. Nobody can do anything. You decide when to come, how you come. Some people enter church like this. Others enter church like this. Others enter church like this. You decide how you will come. You decide what time you will leave. I mean, we can be preaching someone just stand up and get out. Yeah. Have you seen some before? Yeah, plenty. Much I don't know. You are, you are keeping too long. Something. Meanwhile, the church is more important 
than school. <laughs> the church is more important than school. The church is more important than a hospital. You see, when you are ill eh, and you are taken to the hospital, if the doctor tells you, stand and do this, you are not seeing anything. Like, stand and do this because he wants to look at some things in your hallelujah. You will not say, oh, doctor, what are you doing? Have you heard of, have you heard of ops and gynae before? Obstetrics and gynecology. Have you heard some before? The guys, you see, boys have, you have a hospital that checks your genital. It's called urology. But you realize that yours, they've never checked it before. <laughs> it's always intact. The Lord, the Lord have mercy on you. But the ladies, Charlie, ask the nearest lady by you. Have you gone to a gynae before? Have you gone to, they will not mind you. They will not mind you. They will not mind you, but I mean, you may you may have to visit a gynae. And most of the gynecologists that we have in this country are guys. They are all boys. And you open your legs like this. You cannot say that doctor. Oh, doctor. Oh, doctor, I'm shy. You are shy for what? How shall I shy? You cannot say such things. No, or else you, you know that you are not going to get well. Probably some bleeding is happening. They need to check something. Or something is going on down there. It's like you don't like my message. You know, I have a friend who never thought ladies could poo poo, even. I mean, when he sees ladies, like, wow. He seen, then he got married and he realized that, hallelujah, ladies can, ladies can poo poo. He was surprised. So, you see, the, the, the Bible says, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, listen to their instructions. Hear their instructions. Whatever they tell, let's read the Amplified. Obey your spiritual leaders and submit to them, continually recognizing their authority over you. They have authority over you. <laughs> they have authority over you because they, they keep your soul. They watch over your soul. Eh? For they are constantly keeping watch over your souls and guarding your spiritual welfare. They are guarding your spiritual welfare. Guarding your spiritual welfare. Do you understand welfare? How many of you understand welfare? What does it mean? We need a dictionary. You see, you need to read your Bible with a dictionary because you realize that even though you have done English and you use the words, you don't really understand it. Uh, you, are, you are speaking the English, but you realize you don't really understand the word. Hallelujah. Uh, this is message. Be responsive to your pastoral leaders. Listen to their counsel. They are led to the condition of your lives. And work under strict supervision of God. Who has it? Uh-huh, you have something. Dictionary. Welfare. Hallelujah. Yes. All right. So, welfare. It says the health, happiness, and fortunes of a person. The health. Day. Happiness, fortunes, and fortunes of a person, right? Yes, please, or a group, or a group. The health, what? Happiness, happiness, fortune, fortune of, of a, a person, person or a group of people. What does yours also say? Let's hear what yours also say. Health, happiness, prosperity, health, and general well-being. Happiness, prosperity, prosperity. And general well-being. 
when it comes to spiritual, you think spiritual is not important then. <laughs> you think spiritual, ask me, but you think spiritual. It's not important then. You think life is just your two eyes. You have made a very big mistake. You have made a very, very big mistake. Spiritual. You see the way we are even saying spiritual. Like you can't, you can't even understand it. <laughs> it's a very complicated thing. You know, some people don't think that there are demons in, in the world. It, it, like, it, it, when you think about it, you don't even understand. You don't even understand. You see, and if, if you are a child of God who is not hot, a child of God who is not, sometimes grace is not balanced accurately. Grace means God has forgiven you for all the things that you will do, you will ever do. It's the truth. God has forgiven you. Okay? But there are things you will do that will introduce certain things into your life. Or oh, you don't understand. Uh-huh. Let me explain it to you. Let's say me and you are supposed to go to uh, Takrade from Kumase. And we are driving. We drive, uh, we get to Anyankwanta. How many of you know Anyankwanta? How do you say that in English? Sun Junction. Sun Junction. We get to the Sun Junction over there. And then you continue. You are the one driving. So you con- I'm sitting by you. Okay? I'm sitting by I'm supposed to guide you to the place. But you are holding the steering wheel. And then we get to Anyankwanta or Sun Junction. And then you continue towards Obuase. And then you say, Oh, forgive me. I say, oh, you've missed it. And then you say, oh, please forgive me for missing it. And I say, I've forgiven you. I've taken, I, in fact, I forgive you before we started the journey. But then you don't turn around. You keep going. You get it? You keep going. And going. And going. Where do you think you end up? You'll be in Obuasi. you end up in Takwa somewhere. you end up in the mines something. Your, all your face will become mines. Are you seeing it? Uh So the forgiveness, yes, it has taken place. But because of your wrong actions, certain demons come into your life. Certain things come into your life. Certain influences come into your life. That is why when people become some way in church, like you are talking to them, you are not hearing you, they become very hardened. And they start making foolish decisions that nobody can understand. But they feel that they are doing the right thing. They are just going, it's like, oh, what? What? You be poor, you can just, you, you, who do you think you are? You think you can talk to us? You think you can? And then they're just going in their wrong. <laughs> who is going to lose? You are going to lose. Because there are some spiritual things that take place as a result of your constant foolishness. Not listening to instructions. Like as you keep missing it and missing it and missing it and missing it. All kinds of things start coming into your life. When we say we are praying. Shamala blah blah. <gasps> what's all this prayer meetings and prayer meetings and prayer meetings don't they know that we must go to work why are they making us wake up at 5am what's all this 5am thing and then you stop no problem we are forgiving you tell me about we are forgiving you but you should know that there's some, there are some demons that are going to be fighting in your life oh yeah that's the truth you have missed it you are going on a wrong journey we say leave the boy pastor why but I like the boy. Pastor, you don't know. Him. You don't know, Pastor. Pastor, you don't understand. Pastor, you, you do know, the way my heart has gone, Pastor, you don't understand. Continue on your foolishness. 
Tell neighbor, continue on your foolishness. You will see when the time comes. Yeah, that is why a lot of Christians, I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of Christians have made wrong decisions, gone wrongly, have had problems, and they can't seem to come out of certain things. Yeah, because they don't listen to simple instructions. Don't go, they say, I will go. Don't do, say, I will do. Don't be, hey, I'll do, I'll be there. I'm already there. I'm coming from there even. Don't go to the boy's place. Oh, pastor, I'm actually coming from there. Meanwhile, you know that when you enter this boy's room, you not come out the same. Hey! Instructions, say instructions. Yeah. If you are too hard, you don't want any anything like nobody can influence your life nobody can talk to you your pastor is supposed to be able to talk to you and say listen what you are going is wrong come this way and then you just stand i'm moving pastor said it i'm moving yeah because you know that he's in charge of your spiritual happiness you see and your spiritual happiness affects your solical happiness and it affects your physical happiness the reason why you are not happy as you are supposed to be is because you are not spiritually happy yeah, your spiritual fortunes are, are, are not clear. Are you saying it? Because you are disrespecting those who have been stationed there by God to take care of you. We are to have oversight over you. You see, look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1. I'm preaching. I'm preaching good. I know my message is a very powerful message. And I said, I'm preaching it for a long time. You, everywhere, when you come, instru- when you enter now, I just start saying instructions, instructions. Yeah, instruction Wednesday. We are giving instructions. The elders which are among you are exalted, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. He's talking about the elders, the people who are taking care of the. He's not talking about older people. He's talking about elders, people in authority in the church. Look at the next verse. Feed the flock of God which is, which is among you. He says, feed them, feed the flock. He didn't say you should feed yourself. He says, we should feed you. Hey, it's a message. Let me show you a scripture. Go to Acts chapter eight. Eh? Acts chapter 8, let's read from verse 29. You, you see what I'm talking about. No, from verse 26. Acts 8, 26. And then the Lord spoke unto Philip, saying, Arise. Tell me about arise. arise. Who is the one talking here? Who? The angel of the Lord. The Holy Spirit. He's talking about the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit said unto Philip, Arise and go to the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. He's talking to Philip. The Holy Spirit spoke to Philip. That arise and go and stand this, in this place. Next verse. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, and eunuch of great authority, and the Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, had come to Jerusalem for to worship, and was returning, and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. The guy was reading, he, was, he had gone to worship at Jerusalem, and he was going back to Ethiopia. And he was in his chariot going, in his car, BMW. Five series. He was just moving like that. Shoo. His driver was driving. He was at the back seat and he was reading the book of Isaiah. And look at the next verse. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join us thyself to this chariot. Who, who, said, who said it to Philip? The Holy Spirit. Was it Philip's idea? It wasn't Philip's idea. It was the Holy Spirit's idea. Go and join yourself to this chariot. Go and go and attach yourself to it. So Philip just went and jumped and attached himself to the five series. When Ethiopian knocks on him, hey, what are you doing here? Philip ran that to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? Do you understand what you are reading? He asked him, Do you understand what you are reading? Look at the guy. Look at the guy's answer. I'm coming to shock you with some scriptures in the Bible. And he said, How can I? Hey, how 
can I? Ask your neighbor, how can I? It's like he was even defensive about the answer, of the answer to the question. Like, what are you talking about? How can I understand anything? Why are you asking me such a foolish question? How can I understand anything? You are, this is, it's called religion. He's reading the Bible. He doesn't understand, but he's reading it anyway because they say he's reading So he's reading it. How can I? How can I accept some man? How can I accept some man? Man, man. Not some Holy Spirit, some man should guide me. Some man should guide me. There's a man sent from God. Philip didn't send himself. There's a man sent from God, sent to guide you in understanding the scriptures. Ignore him at your own peril. Yeah, that is the truth. Ignore him at your own peril. So I will say, oh, what's all this every time they're wearing us, I'm leaving. Leave. How can I? Except some man should guide me. And he desired that he would come up and sit with him. He would come up and sit with him. Look at the next verse. Listen, there are people who are sent to you. And you better accept that. Charlie, this person has been sent to me. I can hear the the message. I am here. And whatever is needed from me, I will do. Just like the way you behave in school. If you don't behave well in school, you will not graduate. Or you don't know. You will not graduate. The BEC it will bore you. The SSE will bore you. Listen, I know a li- one of my, my, my friends in school did not write SSE in our secondary school because her hair, she, I, I went to a school, her hair was overgrown. And this, they wanted to keep the hair till the exam is over. Then they'll just do some PEMI and their hair will be long and they'll become mommy all of a sudden. You get it? So that they can get a boyfriend quickly. The ladies are quiet. It's like, you don't know what I'm talking about. Didn't you do some? Ask the nearest. Didn't you do, did you do some? Yeah, you did some. Right now, you want to even do, right now, you want to do, you want to cut your hair and become Cheche once again. You want to cut your hair for your hair to become like Pastor Naname's own. You are tired of the hair, but when you were in secondary school, you wanted to grow. You have realized that growing is not easy. <laughs> so now you want to remove your hair. She didn't want to, hey, they told her, listen, cut your hair. The senior husband said, cut your hair. She said, no, I will not cut my hair. Then the senior husband says, okay, then you also not write the exam. Yeah. She gave an instruction. Cut your hair. She said, no, I will not cut my hair. They said it again. Cut your hair. She said, no, I will not cut. Okay. If you will not cut, then the reason why you came to do school for the three years, you are not going to have it. Yeah. And she didn't write. You know some? Yeah. Those of us who went to miss school, we went to miss school, hallelujah. Uh, those who went to miss school, they became bad earlier before we entered university. So after during university, we, we, we couldn't be bad anymore. The Lord saved us. Hallelujah. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't write. Why? Because she doesn't, she doesn't want to hear. She says, Pastors are in charge of spiritual welfare. Are you getting it? Spiritual welfare. So if they are saying you are not minding, it means that the welfare you are supposed to have spiritually, you will not have. You know, just like he was denied, she was denied of her, of her exam, you to be denied of some things. Oh, you don't think what I'm saying is true? Oh, you don't think what I'm saying is true? There are men, it's not by force. They don't, you are not sitting here because uh, you want to sit here. It's God who has brought you here. And we are not standing before, before you because we want to stand before you. It is God who has sent us here. It is God who said to Philip, come, join yourself to this chariot. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 4. You understand what I'm saying, Mr. Moore? 1 Corinthians 3 from verse 4. 
For while one said, I'm of Paul, and another, I'm of Apollos, are you not carnal? Next verse, verse 5. Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos? But ministers, they are ministers by whom you believed. Are you seeing it? Paul and Apollos are ministers by whom ye believed. Without them, you can't believe. One of the things that a, a, a pastor does for you is that through him, you get to believe the word of God. I'll show you. You get to believe the word of God through him. Without him, you can't believe the word. You can't understand the word, first of all. Let's, let's, let alone to believe what the word says. And you will be denied of a lot of things. He says, but ministers by whom you believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. God gives to everybody somebody who will guide him spiritually. He will guide you. Yeah. He will guide you through the word. He will guide you spiritually. Maybe you could never even pray for 30 minutes. It was because of some of the prayer chains we organized in church. That was when you began to know that you are supposed to pray like you can pray for 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, those times you could just wrap a lady quickly. Sharp. When you say, hello. How are you? It's good to see you. I've been noticing you in the area. And, you know, I realized that. You know, you need to use a deep, a deep voice. Even if you don't have a deep voice, you must try. You understand? Huh? So I, I, I've seen you in the area. And you're a very beautiful lady. I just want you to know that you're beautiful. You know, and see, I've got in here. She's, she's crying. <laughs> hey! But now, because of the ministry of the word and the ministry of the spirit, you approach the lady, you say, good evening. How are you? You want to rap. You're approaching with the intention to rap. But then you just start. Do you know the Lord? <laughs> Can I? I want to minister to you. <laughs> Is it not the power of God that has caused you to become like that? It comes through someone teaching you the word. It comes through you submitting your ears, your, your, your tympanic membrane, eh? to instructions, to be taught what to do. Move here. Do this. Do that. Yeah. You, you've gone to Adepam school. Do you know Adepam school? How many of you know Adepam school? Adepam, Adepam. Like sewing. You've gone to learn how to sew. You've paid money. You have come. Your master is showing you. Sew the thing here. Sew the thing there. And then you are there. You are saying that. Uh, I'm not into such things. I, I don't know if I can turn the crot this way. Or I can turn the crot that way. What is crot? What are, how can you learn the thing? Ask me, but how can you learn the thing? You know. You can't learn the thing. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But ministers. They are ministers by whom ye believed. By them, you believe the word. If you start insulting them, you are insulting your life. It says, even as the Lord gave to every man, God gives to every man, one by whom you believe. That's the truth. One by whom you will climb up in life. Ministers are like ladders. Through them, you climb up in life. That's how it is. Okay? Yeah. So you can't, you can't just be moving around in the system. Tell anybody, you can't just be moving around in the system. You must hear instructions. Yeah. So go back to Acts chapter 8 where we're reading. Okay? I want to show you some one or two things. Acts chapter 8. We're in 31 now. Go to 31. And he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. He asked Philip, oh, come, come into my five series. And come and sit with me and enjoy the air condition. And share, let, let, help me understand the thing. Let, next verse. 
The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his share, so opened he not his mouth. Next verse. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. Look at the question, the guy. He said, he asked, and the Enoch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, I, I, I pray thee, help me. Who, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself or some other man? He didn't even know who it was. He was bereft of the information. He was completely bereft of the information. Sometimes you are reading your Bible. You just read it like that. Because past, they say we should read, so. When we say listen to message, you say, Oh, what's all these things that they are worried? You need some man to guide you. You need some man to guide you. You need some man to guide you. I am where I am because I've been listening to messages since I was 13 years old. Yes, since 1999. This is my 20th anniversary of listening to messages. Listening to Bishop Dag. Yeah. It has turned me into a pastor. It has turned me into a church, a church worker. It has turned me into a builder. It has turned me into many things. I'm climbing up in ministry because I am listening to instructions. Do this. I will not say, oh, what's all this that these people are saying? I nearly said your mouth, but I won't say it. Yeah. Yeah. Climbing. I'm climbing like this. Climbing like this. Because I'm hearing instructions. If you don't hear instructions, say, you can't climb anywhere. You can't climb anywhere. Your life can't even change. Nothing can happen to you. The way you are is the way you will be. For a very long time. It's not easy to change you. You know it's not easy to change. It's easy to change when you're younger. But when you grow up, it's not easy. They say it's not. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. When you grow up to a certain level, you can't, you can't, you can't be changed though. You can't be changed much. One preacher was preaching and said, how many people do you, older people do you see becoming born again? It's only young people that you see becoming born. If you go to secondary school, you call, become born again. You see them coming to be born again. But when you're in church and you call, big human beings are there. Big, big people are there. You call them, come and be born again. Nobody will come. Because they, they can't change much. Hallelujah. Submit yourself. That is why Jesus said that. Listen, in Matthew chapter 18. He said that, let the children, little children come unto you. For such is the kingdom of God. He says, unless you be converted and become like this child, like a child, you cannot, you cannot enter. What is the, what is the, the, the character, major characteristic of a child? He's just, he said, go and bring me this. They'll just move. They'll just move. They'll not ask you questions. Daddy, why do you want me to bring it to you? Daddy, the last time I said I should bring it to you, you didn't do anything with it. The last time when I brought it, you use it small and you put it down. I don't like those things. Daddy, send me to places you want me to really get things. I mean, you don't ask such questions. Is it true? You send a child, buy Kobe five CDs, Momone two CDs. You say, okay, then we'll be going. Kobe, Momone, Kobe, Kobe, Momone, Kobe, five CDs, Momone, two CDs, Kobe. Momone. By the time he gets there, he's saying, Komo, Komo, five CDs. Um, be, 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 be. Hallelujah. Hey! I say unto you, except ye be converted, you must undergo some conversion. Tell me about you must undergo some conversion. Yeah, all the, listen, all the, listen to the message. 
Eh? Go to the podcast. I say, podcast. Go to ten podcasts and do. What's all this podcast says that they are worrying us? I don't have data. You have data for porn, foolish boy. You have data for pornography. 11 p.m. You type WWX. You are blank face like someone is about to shoot you. You are like this. You are so steady. It's as though you are fire squad. You are watching with intensity. You have data for porn. You don't have data for. Is it 16 megabytes? 30 megabytes of for your future to go well. You say I don't like. Except to be converted. Yeah. 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 You you won't listen. You won't mind. After you come and blame God. We say let's go for camp. What's all this that they want us to go and spend some days in some place that you have never been to? You spend five days with your boyfriend. Five days. Five days. Five days. Listen. I, I, listen. Once someone was telling me that I mean, those times when the person was bad. It was a he, she. It's a he, she. It's a he, she. When the he, she was bad. Eh? He, she would have the boyfriend, girlfriend there in the room. And they would have sex throughout the day. Like, throughout, like from morning to evening. They are just having sex throughout. Even married people can't do that. It's like, they are, it's like, you see, they don't get it every time. So now that they have got it, they want to kill themselves before they leave. All day meeting. I mean, they are just... Pa- then no rest and eat. Pop, pop, pop. Then no rest and eat. Pop, pop, pop. And we say come to come meeting that you'll be there and you hear the word of God throughout the day. You say, ah, what's all this that you are going to be bothering us in these meetings and we'll be playing and we'll be reading and we'll be doing this and we'll be... Your mouth. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Where, where, what, where, how will your life end up? How will your life end up? No instructions in your life. No wisdom. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 1. Look at Proverbs chapter 1 verse 1. Proverbs is the book of wisdom, of instructions. Like, do this, do that. My son, do this, my son. He says, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Solomon, verse 2. To know wisdom. I'm writing these things so that you will know wisdom and instruction. To perceive the words of understanding. Have you seen it? Many instructions go down to receive the instruction of wisdom, to receive the instruction of wisdom. The wise man will hear an increase in wisdom. I have so many things to share with you. Yeah, I'll say it to you so that your mind will come home. Yeah, press 99. Let's read from verse, from verse 6 Forsake the foolish and leave and go in the way of understanding. Next verse. He that reproveth the scorner getteth to himself shame. And he that rebuketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot. Verse 8. Reprove not a scorner. Don't correct a scorner. Lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man and he will love thee. But when you rebuke a wise man, the effect of the rebuke is that more love comes. He loves you more. Someone heard some message. Someone came to church. I preached and the person said I was talking about her. And so the person did not come to church again. That's a clear foolish girl. You understand? She's a very foolish girl. <laughs> Look at her verse 9. Give instruction to a wise man. If you're a wise man, how many of you know that Christ is your wisdom? Say, Christ is my wisdom. 
Uh So instruction is meant to make you wiser. Do you understand? Yeah. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. This is the effect of the word of God. This this should be the effect of the word of God on you. This should be the effect of the, the, the words that your pastor tells you on you. Don't think that the pastor is nothing like he's nothing because he can't beat you. You get it. A pastor cannot beat you. Your, your pastor cannot do certain things. So when, he, when he's saying something, so, what are you people are just talking. Every time you're talking, you're just talking, talking. Eh? Be there. Tell about be there. Your time is coming. Wisdom is coming to you. You are rejecting it. Your time is coming. Go back to, go back to that place. Acts chapter 8. Well, I, I just want to show you something there and then we'll go on. Okay? Hallelujah. Can you read it to me? One to go. He began from where? The same scripture the guy was struggling to understand. Same scripture. Same scripture. Not another scripture. He began from the same. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Same scripture. Next verse. And as they went on their way, they came onto a certain water. And the Enoch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? He had learned even about baptism. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, Look at this verse. Then Philip said, And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered, I, And said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. How did he get to this point? How did he get to this point? Of having access to ex- an experience with the word. You see, the word of God can do a lot for you. The word of God can convert you and deliver into you into your hands the inheritance that God has designed for you to have. But the distance from the word of God, you reading it, to understanding it and experiencing it, okay, is covered by someone who will guide you. Someone needs to guide you. If nobody guides you, you cannot have the word of God having an experience with you or you having an experience with the word. Do you understand what I'm saying? Salvation was in that scripture that he was reading, but he could not access salvation. He needed a man to help him access salvation. Prosperity is inside the word, but you will not be able to access it on your own. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. You will not be able to access it. You can't believe it. You will not understand it, and hence you will not believe it. But you need someone who will teach you to believe it, to understand it, so that you can believe it, so that you can have the answer, so that you can have the result of what the word of God has said. You ignore it, all those who have ignored it, have, they've had a problem. All those who have, if you like, we can try, we can do an example. You decide not to listen to any instruction that we give you. Just you decide. Tell me about you decide. And I, tell me about, and I will be the other test specimen. I will listen to the instructions. I will obey instructions and I will follow as God wants me to follow. And let's see how our lives end up. When we finish, we'll reset again. And then we'll come back to this time and then we'll, you, we'll both take the right path. What, what do you think? If life were a game, if life were Mario, would have done that. Yeah. They say experience is the best teacher. Brother, it is not true. History is the best teacher. History. Let history teach you. Look at the lives of the people who have gone ahead and let their lives teach you. Look at those who went off, who insulted and left. Look at those who decided, I'm not going to listen. I'm going to do my own thing. 
Look at their life. Those who did it in the, in the, some time ago. Look at how they ended up. And look at those who obeyed and stayed and received instructions. Check their lives and see. Those who had come meetings. Those who were in every meeting. Those who had conferences. Even though it was not comfortable, they attended. Eh, I don't know. I don't really have money to be there. Find money. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but probably there's a come coming in your future. Uh-huh. It's not, I'm not preaching to leaders, I'm preaching to church members. So, a leader, if you're a leader and you don't have that type of wisdom, then I don't know what's wrong with your brain. You have chocomilo in your brain. It's official. You have chocomilo. Chocomilo is in your brain. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he had an experience. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Next verse. And he commanded the child to stand still. And they went both into the water, both Philip and the Enoch, and he baptized him. Yeah. He had a result. He had access to the word. Because there was a man to guide him. There was a man to guide him. So decide that I'm going to, I'm going to hear instructions. I'm going to obey. You see, because if, I'm your, if you say I am your father, if you say we are your pastors, I'm not the only one in the church. There are at least 10 pastors in the church here. And 46 more in other places. All those of you are listening to me on the podcast. You have a pastor wherever you are. If you say we are your pastors, there's a function we have in your life. I was trying to show you one in First Peter chapter 5. Remember, I didn't finish reading that. So let's go to that one. Let me show it to you. We've read verse 1. Let's read verse 2 now. Feed the flock of God which is among you. Then it says, taking the oversight thereof. I was trying to, uh, trying to explain the word, feed the flock. We have, we have an ability from God to feed. You see, we are the same, but we are not the same. Do you understand? We are the same, but we are not the same. We will not lord it over you. It's part of the instructions given to us to not lord it over the people. But you must understand that there's a difference between myself and my pastor. That someone is looking after someone. The fact that you two you are now called Mr. Asiam does not mean that you and your father are the same. What are you talking about? What are, what, what are you saying? Who gave them to who? Who spams from who? What are you talking about? Yeah, he said, he says, his atopa, I'm not the one who said it. He said, it. his atopa made you. Yeah. Are you understanding? Uh-huh. So even though we have the same surname, we are all children of God, we are, there's a difference. There's a difference. It's not the same. There are some who have been designed by God to feed, to help, to raise, to make you great. If you ignore them, you're ignoring them at your own peril. It's as simple as that. Feed the flock of God among you. Taking the oversight thereof. It's called oversight. Say oversight. oversight. Let's read the amplified of that so that we, we understand it some more. Okay? Feed the flock. The next thing is take oversight. Take oversight. Turn, nature, guard, guide, and follow the flock. This is our job. This is our job of a pastor in your life. He says he should turn, he should nurture, guard. We are to guard and guide you and fold you. Fold means feed. Okay? Feed the flock of God, which, which is your responsibility. Not by coercion or constraints, but willingly, not dishonorably. Motivated by the advantage and profits belonging to the office, but eagerly and cheerfully. This one did not, it did not show us the aspect of take oversight. But he, he's showing us there. Guard, guide. Have you seen it? Guard, guide. Guard and guide. Constitute oversight. Guard and guide. So when we say, don't go out with this boy, we are, guard, we are trying to guard you from certain things. 
Yeah. And then you say, Pastor, I know things. Pastor, I know things. I know things. I know how to handle myself. Ah, okay. I'll change him. Okombe bu say pain. Let me say yes. Read this book. Your pastor, come. Read this book. I'm giving you one month to read this book. You look at the book, you ask his guest is talking. Yes, pastor. Yes, pastor. <laughs> he cried, he has not read it. He wants me to read it. He said, What is English for Kokoshudia? You see, we have some white people in the church. So when we say Kokoshudia, they don't understand. What's Kokoshudia? Go go sugar. <laughs> it's not go go sugar. It's a certain type of bed. Eh? It's what? Guinea fowl. Your head, the pastor's head, like guinea fowl. Or something, one of the fowls. Yes, look for it. Yeah. Look, at, look at the message. Let's see what the message is also say. Here is my concern that you care for God's flock with all the diligence of a shepherd. Not because you have to, but because you want to please God. Not calculating what you can get out of it, but acting spontaneously. This is powerful, but he didn't. The oversight. Eh? Oversight. I want someone that. Uh huh. BB, keep watch over the flock of God which is in your care. Using your authority. Hmm? Using your authority to keep oversight over someone is to exert authority over the person. Are you understanding? Uh-huh. To exert authority over the person. That is why secondary school say no jumping of the wall. Don't go out of the schools, out of the out of the school during school session. When we vacate, you can go home. But as long as you are here, you're under authority. So stay here. Don't move. What happens to all those boys who jump the wall and all those girls who jump the wall? One day, the school I went to, some guys and some girls went out of the school and they went to do things outside of the school. And then, when they were, they sat in the trotro. When they sat inside, the assistant headmaster was sitting inside the trotro. And he was at the back seat. You see, the assistant headmaster was at the back seat. He was at the last seat, trotro, last seat. So when they entered, when they all entered, you enter, you see him. You don't know whether you should step out or you should go inside. But then you are compelled to enter. So they, they all enter one by one. I mean, as soon as they arrived in school, you know what happened. Every door, everybody was sent home. Sharp. Sharp cry. You're not coming back to the school. What others are learning? You, you have gone out. You have gone to do all kinds of things and you're now coming. Okay. Yeah. So there's authority over you. I mean, if you don't accept that there's authority over me, then I don't know. You see, independence is not a good thing. Do you know independence is not a good thing? Independence when you are not yet matured is a problem. And you don't tell when you are matured. That is why you can't go and tell your mother, Mommy, I am matured now. I want to marry. I'm what? I'm legal. I'm past 18. So I can, I can marry now. No, you can't just decide. You don't decide. Maybe you realize that your sperm, your sperms are becoming a lot. <laughs> oh, I feel like going home. I feel like going home. Hey! So it's like you need some release. So, mommy, I want to marry so that I can have a release. What are you talking about? No, the fact that you are feeling that does not mean that you have to marry. Which wh- wh- whose car are you going to use for the wedding? Where are you going to sleep? What I, so when, when you reach the age of maturity, we will know. Everybody around will know. You too, you will know. Yeah. And all wise sons don't remove the, their surname. You understand? 
The fact that you are mature doesn't mean that now you don't have to use your father's surname anymore. And you don't have to come back home. I, I just, this morning, I was sleeping in my mother's house. Yeah, that was where I was raised. When I go to a car, sometimes I go there and I go and spend some time there. I, I'm wise, I go. It's my, this, is my, this is where I was raised. This was, I have to be there. This is my mother. You can't say, hey, it's finished. Now I have my independence. Have you heard this song before? Obeso unya independence. Obeso unya independence. Now wait me ask some man. One logo, 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 like. Hey! Hey! I noticed. I noticed. <laughs> you see, you didn't want to. You didn't want me to catch you that you know how to sing that song. So you couldn't. You were like, eh? Eh? I've got you. Yeah. Oversight. I say oversight. And oversight includes rebuke, reproof, instructions, corrections. Go here. Restrictions. Don't move. Don't go. Stay. Be around. You don't know how those instructions are benefiting you. You can't complain. The Bible says that no chastisement at the current is pleasurable. It's not nice. But at the end, it yields the peaceable fruit of what? Of righteousness. Yeah. So when you, are being, when you are being chastised for one thing or the other, it's not nice. But the same Bible says that all sons who are received unto God are chastised. And I told you what chastisement means, isn't it? It means to instruct, to train, to lash, to correct, to reprove. That's what it means. Hallelujah. So if you are in a church, you are a church member, and nobody can reprove you. Nobody can correct you. The pastor is afraid of you. You should know that there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. If you, have, you, are, you are so big that the message can't change you. The message that is being preached cannot change you. Yes, some people are on that place. The, the message can't change them. When the pastor preaches, they just sift it. You see, this man, eh? This man, I know him. The way he's talking. Hmm. He's talking about me like this. <laughs> he will see where the seed will come from. He will see whether I will sow into his life in the next fifteenth opportunity. He will see. <laughs> yeah, you just he's saying this because of what happened the last time. Even if he's saying it because of that day, let the word change you. Let it change you. Accept it. I like it. I love it. He's my father. I will listen to what he's saying. And I will change. Yeah, I will change. I will let the word of God change my heart. Make me a better person. Sometimes I can listen to a message here, and the message makes me depressed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Have you ever experienced this before? Yeah. The message makes you depressed. As the preacher is preaching, you realize it's like he's talking about you. Then you have become basa. Oh, Charlie. Lord. When I was listening to Bishop Dark's message, on church growth. As he was saying the things, mentioning them one by one, one by one, like, ah, oh, I ran. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to do them, but I'm not able to do them. When I do them for two weeks, and I stop. Oh! And the thing is coming. It's like fire. It's entering me. Breaking me. Choking me. Brushing me. Like, I chew and him say, as I can say, I chew and him say, hey! I slow. I am slow. You don't say I'm not going to listen to this man's message again. How can I be talking like that? What do you mean? What do you mean? Tell them what do you mean? What do you mean? 
take authority. Hmm? Authority. You can't just remove yourself. No. Where you are going to? Are they the ones giving to you? Or you, are, you want someone who will say what you like? You want to go to a place where nobody knows you because of your badness. You're a bad boy. You're a bad girl. You are looking for a church where nobody knows you. When you finish, when you close, you can just walk out. If you're a church member, you just walk out of any of our churches. We just close now. Pampana, you are gone. <laughs> you should know that there's something wrong. It is not a good thing. David said, I now dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You must linger. You must stay around. You must have that type of attitude. Stay around. We are into church. Stay around. Don't just be going. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter, chapter 2. We can read from verse, from verse 6. It will help us. Okay? Are you there? Nor of men sought we glory, neither of you, nor yet of others, when we, when we might have been child burdensome as the apostles of Christ. Verse 7. But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherished her children. So, the pastoral ministry has the nursing aspect, where we nurse you and cherish you, and nurture you. Do you get it? Like we are cool with you. Everything is fine. Everything is normal. Oh, how are you doing? Everything is okay. Great. God bless you. I hope you are, the word of God is blessing you. Wow. They will be smiling. Wow. God, come, come and give me a hug. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> so I'll visit you uh, during the week, okay? Then we'll come and visit. Even, even though, as we are visiting you, you are doing your own thing, we'll still visit you anyway. We'll manage for the visit to work. It's like you are bluffing the one who has come to visit you. So, oh, I'm too busy. Oh. I'm busy. I, I, I don't know. I, I have some assignments to do. You know, I just came from work. I'm not feeling so good. I want to spend some time sleeping. So maybe we can do it some other time. (laughs) Give your neighbor a killer laugh. (laughs) There's a time coming, you will see. Oh, yeah, some, some church members can just flex you. Oh! As though you have never you have never gone to school before. But some of the people I sent to come and visit you are medical doctors. Some of the people I sent to I sent to come and visit you are engineers, they are working, workers. Hey. Lecturer, lecturer will come and stand in front of you and knock on your door. Then they will text you. What? I just went out. Can we make it some other time? After organizing a meeting, texting you, oh, I'm coming. This, 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 this. When we show up. And we text you, oh, why are you? I just went out. Hey! Hey! Tell me about, hey! Hey! We'll be cool with you. Say, tell me about, we'll be cool with you. So, don't worry, it's okay. God bless you. I'll come back on Thursday. God bless you. As he's texting, he's angry, but God bless you. <laughs> you will see. You will know. We come and come and pick you up for church. And you can swerve us. You know how to swerve. You are like flash. You can just vanish. Boom, like that. Turn down, just strike. Pa, 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 and then you are gone. Hey. And then you switch off your phone. And then we'll be calling you. We'll be calling you. Sometimes we we'll call with another number. You pick it. You hear a voice. Hello? You say, the mobile number you have that cannot be reached at this moment. Please call back later. Hey! Hey! 
Hey! It's a lady who normally says about you with your male voice. You are saying that. Okay. But then we'll still pursue you. We'll still pursue you because you are functioning in the love of God. Oh. Pursuing you. It's called, you see, gentle. We're gentle among you. Even as a, a nurse charity her children. Gentle. Gentle. Tell me about gentle. Yes. We are messing up, but you are so gentle with you. Oh, come to church. Be here. Meanwhile, you've been coming. You come. Then you decide. You come once a month. You just vanish for three weeks. You are just vanishing. Then you come back. Then you'll be there. Then you vanish again. Then we, oh, we are following up on you, helping you. Hey. Next verse. Eventually. It will come. So being affectionately desirous of you. There's a certain desire that God has put in us for you. Sometimes a pastor, sometimes you want to even ignore some people. But as you are praying, God will just bring thoughts of you in particular into our minds. And say, don't give up on this person. Yeah. I know some people who have counseled. Someone came to tell me that, pastor. This boy, if I bring him to church again, if I follow up on him again, Call me ya, ya man, sir. He was a guy. He was saying, Pastor, if I do that, call me ya man, sir. And I said, Oh, then I'll call you ya man, sir, because you are going to visit him right now again. Hey! You can do things that will pain the person's heart. We book appointments, we are bringing you to church, then you just vanish. Just swept. Someone hid under a bed. A bed, because the person was running away from me. Yeah, he, she hid under a bed. And I saw her leg under the bed. But I didn't say anything. I didn't pull her out. Because at that time I was gentle. I just left quietly. So being affectionate desires, desires of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls because you were dear unto us. Yeah. You come into our house like it is nothing. We invite you to come over to our house. Then you come and stay in our house. You eat our food free of charge. Foolish boy, foolish girl. You don't know that food is, is expensive, eh? We give you the food. We are willing to share our hearts with you. Eat the food. You drink. You do whatever. You ask questions. You do whatever you want to do. Then when we are telling you do this, you do your face like someone has just put on you and you want to go and... <laughs> do you like my message or you don't like my message? See? I'm firing. Firing. All 16 cylinders. Firing open ourselves to you our own souls we give you our soul like everything our mind our time our strength as though we don't work pastor Kobe is not a full-time pastor i'm the only me and him we are the only full-time people in the church here the whole church the full-time people are is it three even you guys you are full-time staff he's not full-time pastor he's staff he's not full-time pastor the full-time pastor is me and pastor eugene it's finished just two of us Hmm? The staff is, is who? three. Three people are staff. We are controlling more than 2,000 people. The rest, all the pastors, all the leaders, they are all part time people. They either go to school or they work or they are home. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. They are somewhere. They are working somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Sometimes they don't even have lorry fare, yet they will come. They will find a way and come because of desire, the desire that God has put in them. When they come, you do your face like, like the guy said, Bangkwa, they are just for three days. And then you, you won't mind the person. 
as though we are coming to teach you how to smoke weed. As though we are a disease. Have you seen some before? Yeah. One day I was here. I was in church. I said, where is it? We're preaching. I think I was preaching. And I said, where is this person? Look for this person for me. And I said, call the person. So I was even, I think it was a leader's meeting. I said, call the person. What, what was I, I said, call the person for me. Took the phone and went out there and went to speak. I want to see you. Why you come to church? You think it's ordinary that God will bring someone's thoughts of you like that to, to someone's mind? No, it's not ordinary. It's not ordinary. It's God who does it. Because sometimes, you see, you are very, you are very, you are very, very important to God. God doesn't want to lose you. We are calling you and you are fooling with us. Calling you. Trying, pulling you. Come. 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 Many invitations. Come. Come and sit down. You sit down for two days, you leave. You sit down for three days, you leave. You are like a child. You can't sit down for more than 40 minutes. You want to leave. Hey. As though we are HIV. Or we are tuberculosis. You don't want to be in a circle. Yet we are pushing and pushing and pushing. We are coming. Next verse, verse 9. For you remember, brethren, our labor and travel. For labor night and day, because we will not be chargeable unto any of you. We preach unto you the gospel of God. Next verse. Ye are witnesses, and God also. How holily and justly and unblameably we behave ourselves among you that believe. You share some things with us. We keep it. You tell us how many abortions you have done. We keep it. And we want to protect you from further abortions. Yet you say, Pastor, I saw this guy. This is it all. It's my last chance. Hey. You had ulcer on your penis. And we were the ones you came to tell. Pastor, there's ulcer. There's sore all over my penis. They will call the doctors in the church free of charge. Free, you don't respect who? You see, you don't respect. Free consultation. You don't respect. Free consultation. You look at your penis like that. Okay. Then we'll look at, Pastor, okay, this one is this one, this one. So we need to buy this medicine, buy some penicillin, put it on it, and everything will be fine. We do all that for you. When you become fine, pat! Pastor, bye bye! <laughs> then you are gone. Hey! Hey! We behave ourselves holy, lily, justly, unblameably, helping you, keeping your secrets, helping you. When you become fine, ah, you are like a sheep. You are like a goat, rather. You are gone. You'll be back. The next time a problem arrives, you should know that we will not mind you. Or what do you think? Me, I'm the fool. Me, ask your neighbor, me, I'm the fool. Me, I am the fool. I am not the fool. We will not fool you like that. My mother's English is this. A fool in me, a booty me, a fool me. We are not fooling you. Share. He are witnesses. And God also. How holy and just and unblameably we behave ourselves among you. That believe. Next verse. As you know. You see. As you know. How we exhorted. And comforted. And charged every one of you. As a father does his children. You see. There is this aspect as well. The gentle the aspect is there. But the exhortation aspect. Let's, let's read the Amplified. The Amplified will bring it out a little bit more. For you know how as fa- a father dealing with his children, we used to exhort each of you personally, stimulating and encouraging and charging you. We must give you charges. Do you know, do you understand a charge? I charge you to go here. Like, it's a, it's a military term. It's, it's, a, it's a judicial term. I charge you not to go here. I charge you not to do this. I charge you not to go there. We exhort you. Hmm? Exhortation. It's not, he's not talking about gentleness. He's talking about exhortation with vim. 
You understand? Yeah. So we, we have every right to your life. To give you instructions, don't say you don't, have, you don't have any right over my life. Who told you we don't have any right over your life? <laughs> we have a right over your life. You can't decide to just be wherever you want to be and do whatever you want to do. It doesn't work like that. Hmm? Yeah. We must charge and you must allow yourself to be given certain charges. Don't go here. Listen, I have, I've, I've, I've been a pastor for, this is my 10th year of being a pastor. This is 10 years since I became a pastor. I was made a pastor. 10 years ago, I was just some few, small boy. But I was made a pastor because they saw some things and they made me a pastor. And I've seen people that have raised over the years. Hmm? And how instructions have molded people. Leave this lady. Get involved with this one after this time. And their life has become fine. Yeah. I've seen people who are into parachurch organizations. They are in church, but you are doing ministry. It's because you are moving. It's like, when you are moving, it feels like ministry. Like when you are moving from town to town, like you are doing ministry. Hey. <laughs> Do you like my message? We told them, brother, stay here. Stay at one place. They stayed and they have prospered. They have increased. Yeah. Yeah. We have all types of people. All types of people. All types of people. Instructions. Listening. Seemingly simple, small things that are not so important. They are important too. Don't ignore them. Don't ignore them. I have some people who have gotten jobs with multinational companies because they were listening to instructions. When we told them, do it like this. They didn't say, oh, pastor, why are you saying that? That's all I've been doing. This, this, this. No, don't do that. Stay here and do it like this. That's prospect them. Yeah. Do the camera like this. Do this one like this. Those small, small instructions that we, are, we tell you. Let's go on evangelism. I have people who are, because of evangelism and how confident they have, they have become. Interview is not a problem. So when they do interview, they just go. They just pass and go. They just pass and go. Yeah. So you better listen. Tell anybody, you better listen. Heed to instructions. Heed to charges. As part of the ministry, we give charges. We have, you see, fathers exhort. Fathers are the ones who chastise. That's the job of a father. We are into the chastisement. It's called tough love. Eh? Do you understand it? It is fathers who are into lashing. You, we must lash you with words, with instructions, with insults. One of our ladies, who is a pastor, was telling me recently that, you know, she had a certain problem. And my wife, we got we helped her to a point. Then we realized that she was going to go into it again. And the case came to me. You know what I did? When she came to me, I spoke to her one, two, three. I hit my hand on the table like this. Pah! And I stood up and left. And she was left and she was crying in the church. That was a turning point. That was what changed her. That made her know that, listen, if I mess up, they will not mind me again. I better keep my, my mind, my senses as I'm supposed to. That was tough love. Initially, oh, don't worry, everything will be fine. But that, that time, I said, no, 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 sister. You can't be doing this and be around. No, 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 no. Get out of my office. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a father. I have to do that. I have to do that. If I don't do that, you will stay, you will get spot. You will get spot. You will think that you can be doing everything and everything will be fine. No. No, it doesn't work like that. You can't eat your cake and have it. How can you eat the cake and you still want to have it in your palm? Are you Chuck Norris? You are not Chuck Norris. Stop doing that. Let me show you one of the jobs of a, of a father. There are some scriptures in Proverbs you are supposed to read. Next week we'll read them, okay? Hebrews 
12, 8. Let's read from verse 7. Let's read from verse 7. King James. If you endure chastening, if you endure, because some chastening would want you to, would make you feel like getting out of the church. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you feel like leaving. How can they just talk to me like that? You'll be offended. How can they just talk to me like that? Are they the ones who gave birth to me? We didn't give birth to you. But we have oversight over you. We have authority over you. We didn't give birth to you. I don't remember if I gave birth to you. But they are spiritual sons and daughters. Yeah, they are sons and they are daughters. If you are a son, he says, if you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. So the children of God who are not sons, they are not bona fide members of the family because they don't endure chastening. When the chastening comes, they jump to another church. When the pressure comes, they jump to another church. They move to another place. Why are you not coming? The pastor spoke to me in a certain way. The leader spoke to me in a certain way. This person did this to me. This person did that to you. Who is supposed to do something to you? Who else is supposed to do? Ask your neighbor, who else is supposed to do something to you? Has your brother done something to you before in your house? Your brother that you were born from same mother, same father. Are you still in that house? Are they, I see, is he still your brother? So what are you talking about? Where are you going? Ask your neighbor, where are you going? No, don't go. If, if you are not being corrected, there's a problem. If you are not being offended about one thing or the other, then there's a problem. We have to. We can't be acting around you every time. We have to let you know that, sister, what you are doing is wrong. You better submit yourself for correction. You better submit yourself. You better change. You better change. If you endure chastening, God let you as, as your sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? What son is that? How come we can't correct you? We must be able to correct you. If you're a son, we must be able to correct you. Like, next verse. But if you be without chastisement, if you be without chastisement, they are children of God who are without chastisement because they will not reveal themselves even. They will not reveal themselves. You are close. Close like this. Have you seen an oyster, oyster shell before? It's so difficult to open it up, isn't it? It's very difficult. When you're trying to open it, you just close it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no information. I'm going ask you, how are you? I'm fine, pastor. You have an angel face. You wear spectacles. You don't talk much. You know you're a killer. You're a killer. You don't talk. You don't talk so that you'll be chastised or you'll be exposed and have some... No, no, no. You're very disciplined. And there are those who are also all over the place. They're all over. Eh, we don't mind you. We don't mind you. We are here, but we don't mind you. Take your church. You to take our lives. But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. You are not sons. Next verse. Verse 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh, which corrected us. See, a father of the flesh corrects you. And we gave them reverence. We gave our natural fathers reverence. My father beat me to become a pastor. <laughs> My natural father. Me. I was beaten and hanged outside before. Yeah, I was that stubborn. You know, Kubala. Maybe next week I'll give you my story. I'll give you my life story. I was just eight years old. Seven, eight, nine, ten. But you can't see me. I mean, only breakfast at home. The rest is finished. We are going everywhere, Sam. Do you know Shanekoko 130? Yeah. Only Shanekoko 130. I'll only know New York. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Cinema. 130. Operator. Those times. This is 90s. Those times is cassettes. Not everybody had their deck and the TV. So they were showing it at video, video centers. Yeah, I'm there. I walked to Odoko from Elang to Odoko to go and watch Shanekuku 130. I walked to Kaneshi and back. No, no, no. I'm walking without seeing. This is when I'm driving. I'm like, hey, Charlie, the distance was far, pal. I'm walking. 
I was a kobolo. Do you know Ole Kobolo? Kobolo, like uh, the whole area. I'm the friend. I am everybody's friend. <laughs> I am the friend. <laughs> my name is used to define my house. Kwesifie. Kwesifie no. Oh, kwesima amena ekono. Kwesipapa na ekono. I'm the definition for my house. Share. I don't stay home. Bad boy. I nearly removed my sister's eye out like this. Shoot. Stop born. Hey. No, no, no. Charlie, I'm not joking with what I'm saying. I was into playing ball. Like ball. I like ball. Football. Bam. So you know football makes you a cobolo. Yeah. I nearly became a Muslim even. I nearly became. That's why I know. Allah, wakubala. I know I know all those things. I went to Macaranta for some time. I went to Ma- yes, I went to Macaranta for you see me all like I'm all like I'm, I look like some that I was not that I was not that some people shake me and they're like, Oh, your palms are soft. You've been reading Bible all your life. It's a lie. You have been deceived. <laughs> I was a stubborn boy, stubborn boy in Accra. Stubborn. Stubborn. Fights. We get you to fight, we know we will never win. But you must make blood flow so that you can win. You understand? As you are fighting, you make you time the person's ear to bite the bite the ear. So that blood, when blood comes, the fight will end. You can't fight. No blows. I'm, I was slim. I can't fight much. But as for biting an ear or a nose or a lip, I'll just I can't. the fight will just end right now. And we know we knew all those skills. What are you talking about? Stubborn boy. My father beat me systematically. <laughs> systematically. I had a, they had a, a, a register for me. If I get out once in the day, then my sister, my big sister will mark. She'll mark. In Neopia today, he left, he went out. They'll mark me like that. And then they'll show the time I came back. When my father comes, he'll beat me for all the days that I was not in the house. And it's, it, the chances are all the days. Like if my father was away for a month, all the home and I was not home. We don't go to school. Though. I hide my school uniform. Say me, I'll wear the school uniform. I know. So I'll hide it. They'll look for it. They can't find it. I know where it is. I'll miss school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll go to school Thursday and Friday. It's a wonder that God made me pass BC. <laughs> I became serious in GSS. Yeah. Primary and those places. Where are we going? What school? What are you talking about? Go away, cry. So my father to beat me. No, beating. Like original beating. They can beat me. I want, my father will beat, he will beat you like the way, the way uh, Bruce Lee will fight with knives. With knives. Like, he will just remove the, the case from his back like the shoe. It's not easy, yo. My father beat me and gazangas and gazangas. Yeah. No formula. And when they realized that the beating was not working anymore, they started uh, blending pepper with, with ginger and all those things. Uh-huh. Then they'll put it in your anus and then they'll pass them around your, your, your balls. Hallelujah. <laughs> what a shock! Hey! And then you'll be standing there. You'll be standing there. They won't let you back. Don't let you just be standing there like this. Yeah. 
He says, if we are like, because if he hadn't done that to me, I would not be here. Yeah, one day I was working, I appreciate my father seriously. Yeah, before my father passed on, he made, I made him know I appreciate him. Yeah. One day I was working with him. And I said, hey, Charlie, you used to beat me, pow. Then he looked at me and he said, if I had not beaten you like that, you would not be correct like this. Old. Yeah, he beat me, pow, 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 pow. It was not easy for me. And we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits and live? Because I could have easily become a weed smoker. Very easily. Very easily. I could have died easily. Oh, I jumped out of a car. I jumped. You see the, the foolish thing that that boy did and died. I did some at La Paz. Yes, La Paz. I jumped out of a car. And I rode on the ground like this. It is just by God's grace that a car did not pass over my head. I crossed the road. This one, I remember I was just six years old. So stubborn. We had come from church. We were just dropping from the car. Because I want to look at the movie that will be showing in the cinema. You know those times they used to post the bill on the, by the roadside. You know things, eh? You know things. And the, it was on the other side. But if I stand there and watch, they will go and they will be hitting me that I should come and let's go. So I need to get down of the car quickly so I can watch what I want to watch. See the title, the time and everything before they come. So when I got, I was the first person who got down. I was thinking I was seven. I got down the bus, swing, and then crossed the road, boom, like that. Without looking to the left, right, and left again. <laughs> I just crossed him like that. And the car just breaks him right by me. But I didn't mind. I just crossed the road. And I was watching my thing. Everybody was looking at me like, what is this? Whose child is this? Yeah. Stop him. My life was at risk. Was, was in danger. But because of beatings, natural beatings, I have become a pastor. Pastoring human beings. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, me, pastor, those who grew up in when they hear that, my pastor, I go, you they lie. You sure say you pastor? I say, I'll be pastor. <laughs> you are surprised. That's what God could, can do. So if you allow yourself to be corrected, God does not correct just like that. He corrects through his servants. And you realize that your life is getting better and better and better and better. Will you allow yourself to receive instructions? In Jesus' name, rise up on your feet and just thank God for what he has shared with you. Give him glory, give him praise for what he has shared with you. Father, we are grateful. Pray in the next two minutes and tell God, help me heed to instructions. Help me heed to instructions, Lord. Open my heart to not be offended. Cleanse me from all offense. Help me be stable in my life. No matter how old I am, help my ears to be open consistently, continuously to hear instructions. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.